Hello, friends. My name is Dane Miller. And I am Niles Spain. And we and are your fuck buddies. I'm sorry. We've been doing this for like... Not long enough, apparently. Four and a half years. And you've, we've introduced the show the exact same way. And I just... I just got too horny. I was it's, horny for it's it. It's all right. It's all right. Do you remember your part now? I do. If I'm going to fuck it up or not, let's find out. Uh, we are a sex and dating advice podcast where we take your sticky, sexy situations and turn them into sexy, sticky situations. Nailed it. Nice. Simply put, we are a sex and dating advice podcast. We find questions either online or from our wonderful listeners. And I believe we already have two from the audience. But you will notice there are, you know, some papers in front of you and some pens. So you can add to that because there will be a break. There is going to be a brief break, yes. So please, if you have any questions, if you were like, woke up today and you didn't know maybe where it goes or what to do with it when you're in the shower and you were like, hey, today's the day I'm going to find out, please write it down. We'll come around uh, during the break. We'll grab uh, slips and we will choose the questions that, uh, we, that tickle our fancy. And, and if you do write down those two exact questions, you will be evicted. So Please don't. Yeah, we got a few other things going on. Uh, if you share a picture or a video of what's going on tonight and you tag us at uh, FCK Buddies Podcast or Black Sheep TO and hashtag Thirsty Thursdays during the break, we will pick our favorite picture and we will give you shots for your table. So get on it. But you know what? I think this is the largest closet we've ever recorded it. It's true. We have gone four and a half years or however long we've been doing it recording in a closet. And this is the most amount of people we've ever seen while we do it. Because usually it's an audience of my cat. Yeah, who couldn't come. He had a prior engagement. Unfortunately, too busy. Um, there's a couple... Are you nervous? A little bit, yeah. I'm a little bit nervous too. And it's... I was thinking about it today and I was like, it's... Do you guys all remember... Did you have this saying in Ireland where people are like... Oh, just picture people in their underwear. Mm -hmm. But I do that anyway, so... But I was thinking about it... The, uh, yes, I do too. <laughs> um, I was thinking about it, and I was like, it's weird that it's usually said to children. That is fair. Because the first time I heard it, I was doing like a poetry contest. I was like a, in grade two, and my librarian who was like running the contest, mm. uh, Mr. McDougal... Uh, noticed I was like a little, I was a little nervous because it was like in front of like parents and, and students and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I was like, I was, I was a little nervous. And to, to frame this better, to get a real idea of why it makes me nervous or like why it makes me uncomfortable was, um, this was a, an elderly man. Um, it now, was the night. Is this the same elderly man you called out when we won our no. lady pot? Okay. No, no, no. Uh, th he was actually, a this guy, this librarian was actually a good guy. Okay. But you wouldn't know it by looking at him because he, he was a like. dick face. Just, he, well, strong pervert energy. Well, obviously, is what I, he's telling kids to look at people and imagine them naked. Yes, yeah, like you would look at him and be like, you definitely drive a white panel van. Okay. There's absolutely no way that's not how you got to work today. Um, but he had, and it was also the 90s, so you know he had, like, Jeffrey Dahmer glasses. Like, it was, it was not great. And he told me, and I was like, it's pretty fucked up that a grown man has just been like, hey, I'm going to be in the audience. Don't worry about it. If you get nervous, 
just picture me in my underwear. Now, the only good thing is it's better to say it to children than about children. He was doing that too. I was in school. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Should we start off with a question? Let's do it. I would love that. I feel like I'll leave the real fucked up ones for later. Yeah. So we'll start off with this one by Guzmania2311. Girlfriend called her own name during sex? Love that energy. We've been physical for a while, and she has never done this before. And she doesn't ever talk in the third person normally either. She <laughs> pretends not to know what I'm talking about when I ask her, does anyone have any experience with this? Do you have any experience with this? Now, does it say, has, is this a one-time thing, or is this what she does in bed? Because it says, anytime I bring it up, she, she pretends like, I don't know what you're talking about. It said called, not calls, but I don't know. Um, you know, look, I... I like this because it's an easy question, and I'm not here to yuck anyone's yums, and I think if that's what gets you going, if you're so into yourself and you're feeling yourself, that's a win for like me as a partner. If you're so into yourself while we're having sex that you feel the need to call your own name, I feel like I've done a good job. That's, that's fair, yeah, if you're that narcissistic. Are you saying I'm narcissistic? No, they, I mean, they are. They're calling their own name. Yeah, but like, I don't know. I feel like that's... Like, imagine, I don't know. I, I think, yeah. See, Ma I worry, uh, not necessarily worry, but, like, it could just be lost in translation. It might be, like, say my name. And then they were having such a good time that they just said their name. They just got confused and said their name, yeah. I mean, that's a very possible situation. Um, I, the thing that I like about this question is, usually our answer to every question is, have you talked about it? But they have, and she's saying and it never she, happened. And she's just, no, just straight up gaslighting this dude, mm -hmm. just, which we don't recommend. No, In fact, I, I would say we hardly recommend against gaslighting. Don't do that to your partner. If this happens, and I feel like this goes for saying someone else's name in bed too. Hmm. Don't get weird about it. It happens. Yeah, just own it. Be like, oh, I fucked up. I said my own name. Or what if it's their ex? What if they have an ex with the same name as them? Maybe. Then, do you, do you bite the bullet and say, I said my ex's name, or do you just say, I said my own name, which is worse? What do you think is worse? Do you think saying your own name or saying your ex's name? One's weird, one's bad. Are you just not going to clarify which is which? I think we all know which is which. Okay. I'd go weird. Which is saying your own name. Yeah. Yeah. I, maybe we try it out. I think I will. It's, it's a pity because now I've spoiled the surprise when I do, but... This is homework for everyone in this room. The next time you're having sex, yeah. just say your own name. And I was going to say only do it if the person you're having sex with isn't here, but if they are here, you just have to be the one to do it first. It's a race. Yeah. And that makes it more exciting because it's kind of a competition. And if, it, and if there's one thing that makes a good sexual relationship, it's constantly competing with yeah. your partner in bed. And mind games. And listening to two strangers and doing exactly what they said. Yes. Now, I love that we have an audience, because I can ask this. Has anyone ever called their own name in bed? A lot no, of there's a heads. lot of no's. A lot of no's here. Has anyone been with someone who's done it? I, I, this oh, oh, we got one. Whoa. We got one. Were you weirded out by it? Okay. Oh, so she didn't say her own name. She said another person's name. No, she said her name, but there was no... Oh, okay. So you 100% knew it was her. Yeah. What did you do? Were you just like, hell yeah? I was like, is this a Pokemon? 
<laughs> the answer, I don't know if you heard it. The answer was, I wasn't sure if she was a Pokemon. I'm really pissed because I was like waiting to make that joke and you fucking took it from me. Get out. Um, yeah, I feel like, and I know this is kind of what we just said with the don't do mind games and all, but you got to like next time call your own name, right? Even the playing field. Yes, I feel like once you've entered into the terms of engagement of, oh, she's going to pretend like this doesn't happen, I'm going to say the craziest shit that I can think of and then deny it. I think you just do your name, and then when they're like, hey, wait, because they're either going to be like, hey, you did your name like me, and you go, aha, gotcha. or they don't, you say it, and they you just don't admit it. What if we're missing out? What if this is the like true like nirvana of sex yeah. is saying your own name, right? And we've been lied to by big sex or whatever that That's the thing. of Bert. being like no say my name say my name and paying a bunch of rappers to say it in songs and yeah, shit and yeah. it's like they just w don't want us to do it i know so everyone go out there. That's your first piece of advice. That's your first homework. Everyone have sex tonight and call your own name and see what happens. I'm sorry if you become like a government van rolls up to you and kidnaps you and <laughs> big sex gets yeah, rid of you big but sex you know you'll go you. out happy. Are you ready for another one? Or Ash Ketchum throws up and throws a ball at you and runs away with you. Yeah, if someone puts you in a very small, round container. That makes you fight for sport. Uh, you ready for another? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do another. I feel like we definitely covered that one. We helped. Um, this is from Hot Pink Fuzzy. Did he pee in my mouth? <laughs> So, well, that's been our show, guys. So. <laughs> uh, before this, our, our boss did come up to me like, is there going to be a code word for if we get too, too wild up here? And I said, no, you code did this. Code word was pink fuzzy. Yes. And we're this going is, ahead regardless. This is your fault. Um, so a couple of days, I gave my boyfriend a blowjob for the first time. It seemed to go well as he was enjoying it. It was a little different from other experiences because it was almost like he came three different times, one right after another, spaced out a few seconds after each other. I didn't think anything of it. I just thought that he came a lot. After we were done and cuddling, he asked me, I didn't pee in your mouth, did I? <laughs> I said no, and I brushed it off because I didn't think he had. Now I can't get it out of my head. Did he? <laughs> he stayed hard the whole time. Is it more likely he didn't come three times and peed in my mouth? If so, I didn't want to give him more blowjobs. Wouldn't he know for sure if he did? You got to give him more blowjobs to find out. Is that the advice? <laughs> yeah, you take five for science, and if he doesn't say, hey, was, was that piss? Then you probably have a pretty... No, like, how do you not fucking know? You need to... The next time he goes to the bathroom, you need to kick in the fucking door and be like, hey, did you just pee? <laughs> because I need you right now to remember that sensation. <laughs> it is very important to the future of our relationship. Yeah, like, there's, there's a lot of differences between cum and pee. Like, mouthfeel... List them. Taste... Mouthfeel, taste, color, speed... <laughs> speed <laughs> one significantly slower which one you know <laughs> but like oh there's so much that's fucking me up about this question because like i was like maybe if she'd never given a blowjob before but she says she has so that's that out of the equation y yes the, yeah the fact that he said it that's the part that's fucking me up the most it is, it is difficult that he doesn't know because I don't think there's ever been a time in my life where I've <laughs> did experienced, I, did I pee? experienced a situation and was just like, was that pee? I've also never mixed up coming and peeing. 
quite different. Yeah. Ooh, oh, I got real loud. Oh, there you go. Yes. Yeah. Oh, damn. Could you guys not hear me a second ago? Because that was probably for the better. Yeah, I... The taste? How bad is this guy's cum or how good is his piss? I, I, there's, there's really nothing we can, like... We can't solve this problem because... Uh, how much of it was there? That's that's my thing. It's a volume thing. Yeah, me. like it's it's everything. It's literally everything. Every checkbox of like, if I had a sheet or like a, a, a workbook that someone gave me and it was called, is it piss? <laughs> I feel like I would be able to confidently answer every single one of those questions. Yeah. As, aside from like area of origin... There's nothing else, really, that there's they have in no, common. There's no, like, overlap. Also pretty hard to piss when you have a boner. So, there you go. I think, I've, like, that's what I've, I've got to believe deep down in my heart yeah. that... Deep down in my piss slash cum. Yeah, that this, there's no way that this was, this was urine. I want to believe it for her. I want to believe it for me. I want to believe, believe it for all of us. I want to believe it for humanity. Yeah. That this isn't the world we're living in. Fuck. What if she has COVID and she can't taste? That's the only thing that's making sense for me. Even then, I think you could differentiate with your tongue, but... Is this the new COVID test? Because <laughs> I don't know what I would prefer if, if a nurse was like, all right, okay, here just, we go. Hey, sit put, down there for one sec, open up. Put, put, your, put your head back. Was, Great, perfect. Was that cum or piss? <laughs> hey, you need to tell me right now or we're going to quarantine you. <laughs> Did I just pee? Yeah, uh, this, is, this is one of the rare questions you have to answer for yourself. And if you can't, maybe move on. Well, they clearly can't. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's just... <laughs> God. Sorry. Next yeah. question? Hey, yeah, next question. I was going to save my really fucked up one, but I feel like it, it works really well. But I will come back to it. I will come back to it. Okay. This is going to be Frank Lil Chilly Willy. Accidentally ejaculated in her backpack? Hi, guys. I'm in need of some relationship advice. I recently made a big mistake. I don't know how to make it right. So my girlfriend and I were getting intimate, and things got a little out of hand. I accidentally ejaculated into her backpack, which was sitting on the floor next to us. She was very angry when she found out, and she's been giving me the cold shoulder ever since. Classic. I know I made the mistake, and I'm willing to do whatever it takes to make it right. I've apologized multiple times. I've even offered to clean the backpack. Or buy her a new one. Yeah, but she, dude! But she's still not speaking to me. I'm not sure what to do. I care about my girlfriend. I don't want to lose her over this. But I need fuck her backpack! Fuck that backpack, <laughs> literally. I need some advice on how to handle this situation and make things right, thanks. The most fucked up part of this question is that he didn't say he did it accidentally. <laughs> right? It, it, it's in the question title. Did, accidentally. Accidentally. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. But how? Well, the like, thing is, uh, you seem pretty angry at this guy, but presumably she was aiming it. Not on purpose, hopefully. Well, sorry, They're I was, getting intimate, so yes. I assume she had hands-on. Right. So there's a certain level of blame on both sides here. So are you saying that, I mean, I guess we don't know if they're having sex or if it's a hand job or if it's a blowjob. I hope they weren't having sex, because if so, he was off aim. He was just like, I'm going to fire hose this bad boy and just see what happens. Hey, at least it's not piss. How do we know, though? <laughs> Who could tell? There's no way of knowing. Um, okay. I think maybe this is... No, I don't know if I want to go down that route. Oh, well, now Not you in have a room to. full of people. Um, 
Well, shit. Wait, sorry. The cum and piss wasn't enough, but this was? Okay, so here's my process of thinking is they're having sex. For whatever reason, her backpack is beside the bed. I assume it's an errant hand job. Okay, look, if, if that's the case, if you're jerking someone off, there's no way. I don't care if you have a fucking PhD in physics. You have no idea where that's going. <laughs> right? That's like, fair. there's no way of knowing. You no. have no idea the, 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 the speed or trajectory of ejaculate. And it, I don't care how smart you are. <laughs> You're not figuring that Figure out. Figure this one out, science. Yeah, nerds. Um, so I, I think there's a little bit of wiggle room of being like, I didn't mean to do that. I'm sorry. That's fair. There's a lot of... There's a lot of like other things like, is there a condom on? Were you having sex with a condom on? Because that means that was pretty intentional. You took yeah, a condom if, off. If you pulled out, pulled that off, started going, and then just, oops. Oops. In the backpack. Like, you wanted to. I also think you are 100% responsible for anything you keep in the splash zone. That's fair. That's fair. Right? Yeah. If you have something important near where you are having sex. You want it to be covered in cum and or piss. That's your fucking fault. You open that door. Um, where I was going before was I was like, I think I've always thought it really, really fucking funny that, um, if you are sleeping with a squirter and you don't know, and all of a sudden it happens, there's really no warning. Hmm. And I always thought it would be really fucking funny to like, what if the roles were reversed of just being like, let's say you're having sex on your bed, a very normal sex place, and someone squirts, and you've made a mess, great, cool, you've done a good job, but imagine if that was me. Yeah. Imagine if I was having sex, and I was ready to finish, and I pulled out, and I was just like, fuck, fuck this bedspread. Everything you own. Yeah. Yeah. Or if, like, if you're on the couch, and you're just like... You need a new one. Yeah. Hope these uh, cushions are washable. Shit's gonna get real crusty. It would be weird. So maybe this guy has <laughs> so that got him. an audible groan. That's where that's, <laughs> that's where what we live for. We've learned where we drew the line today, kids. It's nice that we can hear the groans instead of having to imagine them. <laughs> um, so I, I, for this, you've apologized. If you honestly didn't mean to do it on purpose, then you're good. That's the thing. It's like the steps are apologize, say it was an accident, offer to clean it, or buy a new one. Those, that's, there's nothing further. Yeah. Like, you've I mean, done it. maybe step one, don't come in a backpack. <laughs> I don't know. Do we want to take that off the table? <laughs> seems, hey, it, it seems limiting. I've never done it, and I'm not here to, once again, yuck anyone's yums. Yeah. If yeah. you want to do your thing. Yeah, I think you raised a good point earlier, which is like, keep the splash zone clear. Okay. I was like, did I? <laughs> one good point. Um, yeah, keep it clear. Don't come in people's backpacks or most things, unless they want you to. Yeah. And yeah, but at the same time, I think if someone's trying to make amends and they didn't mean it, fucking forgive them. That's, yeah. I mean, it goes for a lot of things, like anything in a situation. If something happens accidentally and it isn't done maliciously, obviously apologize and move on. And if you can't move on, that's fine. Like if they do something unspeakable, then okay, you're allowed to sit in your truth and be like, sorry, I can't forgive you. This is going to color my opinion of you forever. Mm -hmm. A little certain shade of like white. Uh, yeah, maybe like an off-white. Off-white, yeah. yeah. Um, but if you, if you, like, I don't know, it, it's, it's one of those things where you just, you've really got to move on or, or make the call. Don't just sit in this like weird nebulous area of 
I don't like I'm not I'm just not gonna talk to you yeah I'm just gonna make you suffer this whole time it's like if you need something to be done to forgive them say what that is if what they're offering is enough take it if you can't forgive them break up with them move on don't be like I'm just gonna punish you for a while um, I'm gonna do uh, a question that was sent in to us from one of our listeners Ooh, are they in this room right now I don't think so no ah, okay it would be crazy if they were they're from not Canada okay okay um, this is from, which one do I want to do? I'm going to do this one. This is from Agent Believer. Okay. My partner, a 29-year-old female, and I, a 32-year-old female, have recently moved in together with a roommate due to rising rent prices. I feel that. I fucking hear that. In an effort to hide the noises we make during sexy times, if our roommate is home, we play music. I've never had any complaints about my partner. She's attentive and thorough, and our sex is great. But since we've started using music, something we never really... Or, sorry, since we started using music, something we've never done before, she's been making playlists for it. Is it Seabat? And for some reason... Is it Seabat? It's not Seabat. For some reason, she puts a lot of Creed on it. Oh. Like three or four Creed songs in a row. In a row? That's too much Creed. Creed songs I've never heard before. Damn. Real deep cuts. I've tried connecting to the speaker before she can to put on something else, but the th- second things start getting hot and heavy, she switches to her Creed Fuck playlist. Damn. Help. I don't think there is help for this. <laughs> that might be a fatal condition. I, I can't imagine a less sexy voice to have sex to. Yeah. It's like someone mixed Kermit the Frog and Cher together. <laughs> I that's guess, well what if they're just into like punishment masochism you know what i mean this that, is that's it it's yes. just our old mechanism the, uh, masochism jesus <laughs> mechanisms sure this is i think this is it this is you have Words. to be like do you want me to introduce some sort of physical punishment into mm-hmm. the bedroom because you're currently doing audio punishment that's the thing if you want to be punished through your ears that's fine that's but great. you need the consent of your partner to also punish their ears yes Right? Like, that's not fair. Yeah. Maybe you have to, like, come in with those big, you know those big things they put on babies at concerts? Like the noise-canceling headphones? Yeah. yeah. Come in with that, and if they're like, what the fuck are you doing? You're like, it's safe sex. <laughs> it's the only way. It's the only way we can get through this. Condoms over the ears. <laughs> yes. Or retaliate with Seabat, which may be too sexy. I don't know if everyone knows the Seabat. Do you guys know what Seabat is? Round of applause for Seabat. Okay, we got a smattering. Okay, okay, hold on. So, see, the fun thing about this is we can just jam with our technology. I'm gonna to I'm gonna play a little bit. Oh, of you can C-Bat. actually just play it. I think not, so. Yeah, I think I can do it. I'll give a little rundown on what Seabat is. It was a, it's a song by Hudson Mohawk. It became Reddit famous and then TikTok famous and then world famous after someone similar question complained about their partner playing this song regularly uh, in their sex playlist. And then thrusting along to the beat, both of which were problems. Um, and we'll let you judge for yourself. I want like thumbs up in the air after to see yes. how sexy you think it is. Uh, let me let me just cue this bad boy up. Not a bad start. Not a bad start. It's okay. Could be sexy. It sounds like almost like a hip hop. Maybe right. Like maybe we're about to get like a like the start of a musical. Yeah. Like, Ashanti could start at any point in time right now. I wish. But no. Okay, wait, Here no. It is. Not too bad. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. I see a couple thumbs downs already. Um, the real yeah. question is, do we have thumbs up? Anyone really feeling it? Anyone just... No, not a, not one oh, thumbs yeah. up. Okay, oh, we, oh, got, we, got, two. Two. we got, two. got two. All right. We got some freaks in the house. They like what sounds like a dolphin dying. Yes. It's definitely what I think of, like, whenever you hear, like, those stories of, like, Oh, a tourist sat on a dolphin that was beached and it died. What a horrible thing to do. Yeah, it does sound like a bunch of TikTokers are ruining this dolphin's last moments. Yeah. Um, so that's, I mean, it could be worse. I think I would take Creed over Seabat. I don't know enough Creed. And they did say it's Creed probably no one knows. That's the thing. The deep cut of Creed makes me nervous because maybe, maybe we haven't heard the best Creed. Oh, shit. <laughs> Maybe, maybe there's Creed that's not... Or maybe we haven't heard the worst Creed. I think that's more likely, to be honest. And that's more terrifying, too. Um, maybe she's super, super religious, and this is her way of getting just a little bit of Jesus in the bedroom. Now, it's... Ooh, Jesus. Ah! It's two women, right? It is two women, yes. So that would also scare me if I were them, and she was super religious. I guess. Religion, not usually great. Yes, Traditionally, these, not the best. Situations. The so, best for um, like an added turnoff there. Like, great. Now I gotta think about Jesus. Now we gotta think about this. Who does not like me? Um, I mean, we won't get into that. <laughs> um, so, okay, advice. Let's let's give some actionable advice. I think what you need to do. Communication. Yes, I think you need to say, "Hey, darling, I love you, but I do not love Creed. I, I, I need you to like. I stop, Creed stop. you to stop. Yeah." Um, it's, you have to be like, I, I want our bedroom to be Scott Stapp free. <laughs> is that a member of Creed? It is. I believe the lead singer of okay, Creed. Okay. Um, I, I really hope so. Hey, he's not invited either. Who cares? Right. Yes. Uh, maybe there's just a guy on, like you work with named Scott Stapp. Um, either way, you need to, you need to sit your partner down and be like, look, I appreciate you taking the initiative to make a sex playlist for us to hide the noises that we make mm. while we have sex. But I also feel like it's going to be the same problem where, like, the roommate's just going to be so sick of this fucking playlist that they'd be like, I just want to hear moans instead. I, I want to hear wet slaps. I want to hear awkward bed creaking. I didn't even Especially think about this poor fucking roommate. It's fucking Creed. Imagine having, like, being you know, conditioned. Pavlov's Bell, yeah. Yes. It's Pavlov's Bell, but with Creed. Yeah. That's awful. Already a... a, a type of music that immediately turns me off <laughs> and now just like that immediate sensation of being like I don't I don't I mean maybe you want to hear your roommates fuck I don't know um, but to be like oh I should stop listening right now and and that cue to me is fucking Creed yeah that's bad Oof. although maybe they're doing the roommate a service maybe they're actually really chill and they know they're gonna have this reaction so they want to put like a good song on and ruin it for them so they're like, hey, Creed's already fucked. Or maybe they just want to get their roommate out of the house. Oh, right? smart. If I knew that the second my roommates went into their room at the same time around, you know, nighttime or whatever and yeah. closed the door and I was and about to Creed listen to, was about to 45 minutes of Creed, <laughs> I would go. Creed would, deep cuts. Yeah, I would go somewhere else too. Yeah, that's fair. So maybe, maybe it's a smart thing. Maybe don't change it. I've, I've kind of changed my stance on this. Where <laughs> get more Creed. It's great to get privacy, but terrible for literally everything else. Yeah. 
But like, I love at at no point in this question they were like, "Yeah, we talked about it." Yeah, it's I like I tried to. to run, get it on first, and it didn't work. Fuck! What do I do? You don't need to ask us. Talk to them. Please talk to your partner. Like I said, every question could be resolved to, "Did you talk about it? Did you? Did you?" Although and if that happened, we wouldn't have a podcast. So don't do that. Yeah, keep keep staying real bad at your relationships, yeah, y'all. No communication. Talk to us. We'll do a show. Then you go. Fuck! I should have talked about it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yes, please talk to your partner and say, "Hey, I can't, I can't possibly listen to another Creed song, please." This is by Throre USFF. Twenty-one-year-old female, twenty-year-old male. My boyfriend has a weird understanding of what happens at sleepovers. I've been dating this amazing guy for six months now, and it's his first serious relationship. While I've had a few boyfriends before him. What I really love about him is that he's really good at communicating his feelings and he listens to what I have to say and we always eventually find common ground. Anyway, my best friend was having a sleepover last weekend. It was me, her, and three other girls. I was of course excited, but I could tell something was bothering him. So I asked, and he first tried to deny anything was the matter, but eventually he said something which completely blew my mind. He said, I know at some point you guys will end up without clothes or maybe in your lingerie. I don't really have an issue with it, but I would appreciate if you didn't cuddle you know, while naked or wearing lingerie. I almost laughed. Like, why would I cuddle with my friends naked? Or why would he imagine us in lingerie with each other? Then he said he knows what goes on at girls' sleepovers. People, I was at a loss for words. I told him on our sleepovers, we're in comfy pajamas, eating junk food, and watching some movie or series, maybe thirsting over some K-pop celebs. But I could see he didn't believe me. My question is, what the fuck is going on? I hate this man for revealing how much we know. <laughs> Guys, we, we all made a promise never to let on that we knew this. We had our annual meeting and we said, this is not the year, gentlemen. No. We can't let them know that we know. 27 was tentative, but we should have had four more years. Four more good years of letting them do weird shit at sleepovers. <laughs> so the answer's porn, right? <laughs> the, yes, I mean, I love... And by love, I mean, I'm very scared about the fact that there are people who literally watch, I guess, porn or like, like any sort of like saved by the bell, like fantasy, like, like any sort of like that where like people cartoonishly imagine what's happening at sleepovers. Maybe like Barney from How I Met Your Mother imagining something in one scene. And he's like, yeah, that's fact. Yeah, that's actually how it happens. This 100% isn't an exaggeration at all. But, like, those exist, and it's moments like that where I realize that, like, if I ever need to explain male privilege to someone, it's with, like, any, any of these examples of being, like, you, we can hang out, and most likely, people aren't going to think that we are, like, Fuck. in a, like a Chippendale sort of, like, We have a podcast fight. called Fuck Buddies. Which just me and you, and no one has it. Well, people have, but most people don't accuse us of fucking. Well, we also do constantly talk about how we're in the closet. We we do, yeah. We record so, in the closet. That wasn't a joke. It's you know yeah. we put that on ourselves. Um, <laughs> I, I this is again. These are some. I'm usually confident in our ability to answer questions, but this is another tough one because I can't imagine sitting a grown ass man down and being like, you know. Do you know that's not real, right? I think step one is he says he knows. Be like, hey, how? How did you unveil our how? secret? Who told you? I would see that's my thing. I would lean so far into this 
and I would wait for him to like walk into the room as I'm packing my cum-filled backpack <laughs> and be or, like or piss or piss we don't know who could know who could tell um, and as he's walking in, just be like stuffing every piece of lingerie that I own in there. And when he sees, when anything, he catches me, anything vaguely phallic. Yes. And like when he catches me, just be like, oh shit, and just dump fuck. it out. Be like, where's my babe? Have you seen my sweatpants? Where's my uh, fuck? Where's my ugly pajamas? Where's where are the ugly pajamas? I don't like to be fucked in. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's gonna be really hard to fit stuff in your bag because of all the obviously come and piss, but all the pillows <laughs> for your pillow fights. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like you don't roll into a lingerie sexy pillow fight without your own personalized pillow. Course, yeah. Can we have a round of applause for all the ladies who have your own personalized sexy pillow fight pillow? We can, apparently. Yes, okay, yeah. <laughs> yep. A shocking amount of men just claps. <laughs> okay, this, this isn't what happens, guys. <laughs> and the thing is, it is expensive to, to maintain. That's why they don't always have sleepovers. Because, like you know three, four hits, those pillows bursts, right? It's like slow motion, yeah, feathers fe- falling. Feathers everywhere. And like you have to get specific pillows for that. I don't know if you guys know, but like they don't, not all pillows work like that. So it's tough. It's a drain on the wallet. You know, and you got to set up the slow-mo cameras in advance, which is, you know. Yeah, women are very particular as well. Like they'll never wear the same lingerie to oh, no, twice. Never, never. Absolutely not. Well, by the time they're done with those sleepovers, no one's wearing that lingerie again. Um, Okay, once again, I just, I'm out of curiosity. Is there people in here who have had a sexy sleepover with their lady friends? Oh, okay. Not a sleepover. Oh, okay, we have a hand. Hell yeah. Yes, hell yeah. All right, let's go. So it's not outside the realm of plausibility. Whoa. Did it happen exactly like we imagine? Absolutely not. Okay. Was this the same sexy sleepover? You don't have to answer. Yeah. How, mu- how much pillow fighting did you do? No pillow fighting. Did you feel at any point in time obligated that you thought maybe you owed it to all of us to have a pillow fight? No? Okay. Worth asking. I can't believe you broke the rules of a sleepover and didn't have a fucking pillow fight. You're kicked out of girls club now. Uh, Yeah, like you just gotta, I I would press them and be like, why do you think this? Please tell me. Like, did someone tell you? Is it just porn? Because if you go, why? And he's like, well, it was this porn. I feel like by the end of that sentence, Unless he's irredeemable, he knows, oh, yeah, I fucked up. Yeah. And I, if he says it. that sentence without the telltale, like, porn, oh, and no. he's wincing, if he finishes the sentence fully, dump him. Yeah. If he ends any of his convert, like, any answer he gives that is confident, I think you need to just yeah. run. You need to get out of there. There's yeah. no answer that I can think of that you could give confidently mm-hmm. and not be like, you are so out of touch with how reality works. Yeah. So just grill him, find out. Or just send him increasingly more sexy. And not for him necessarily, but just hint that more things are going on. Like first one's like, it's a selfie, you guys are in your ugly pajamas, but there's fucking feathers everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Just like chocolate sauce on everything. Just, I don't know. It's, it's one of those things where you do have to, I, I want you to press it. You need you to press it. it. And then you need to make the decision of being like, can I date a man who is living in a like a 16-year-old's fantasy world. And if not, you need to move on. Yeah, it's true. Uh, We can probably do one more. Let's get one more in here. So we're going to do a little break at some point, probably after this question. Grab a few drinks, pick up those question cards if anyone filled them out so you can still fill them out. 
And if anyone tagged us, we're going to go organize who gets the shots, and then we will be back on. Just so everyone knows what's going down tonight. Um, okay, here's here's one thing. On the topic of delusional men, <laughs> um, this is from Trash Garbage Four Twenty One. Boyfriend won't eat me out anymore because he doesn't want to be beta. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. accurate. Yeah. Very very good. Uh, my female twenty one, uh, or sorry. They're a 21-year-old female. Their boyfriend is a 25-year-old male. Says he won't eat me out anymore because he doesn't want his friends to call him a beta male. <laughs> but he still wants me to give him blowjobs. My boyfriend has been watching a lot of alpha male videos lately. No shit. And his persona has definitely changed. He's very vocal in public to say whatever's on his mind, even if it's inappropriate. At the movies, he made a comment asking if the circus was in town because the lady at the concessions had a lot of tattoos. And I got pissed off and snapped at him. Good for you. He wasn't always like this, but now I'm afraid he's gone down this horrific rabbit hole, and now I have to leave him because he started making comments about my weight, I have a slight muffin top, and now he says he can't eat me out anymore because it's for betas. But you still want, to, but you still want me to blow me? Or still want me to blow you? <laughs> I never want to shame my significant other for their interests and likes, but I'm afraid I have to break up with him. What do I do? Break up with them. Yeah, up. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I feel like we're Easiest. all very, very much on the same page here. Easiest fucking answer. We did it. Uh, yeah, this guy fucking sucks. The, my favorite thing about this like line of thinking of being like, I don't want to do a thing because people will think I'm beta is actually like... The most beta shit you can think of. The most beta thing you could possibly be of being like, I don't want to pleasure my girlfriend because my friends might call me names. I'm sad that Jeff will give me shit. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> no, hey, hey, look. Your pleasure is important to me, babe, but I think Jeff might call me a bitch. So I, I don't know if I could do it. Yeah, it's like... I, I really... Uh, some pe- we talked. We said the word irredeemable a little while back. Yeah, this guy pretty much embodies that. I don't really know. Like advice wise, it's like you. I say, say him, tell him that. It's like, hey, there's nothing more fucking beta. Again, I don't love using alpha and beta as yeah. terms, but like the irony of the people that use them is that the things they try to espouse are usually the most fucking pathetic shit ever. Yeah. So. Uh, it's just like you just be like, hey, that's fucking lame. I can't. And think also. Of- don't go down on someone if they're not going to go down on you. Reciprocation is key. It's so key. Um, I, it's what, yeah, it, you have to, um, gentlemen, if at any point in time you think that uh, not pleasuring your partner or going out of your way to ensure that your partner is sexually satisfied makes you less of a man, I'm doing air quotes for those who can't see me, um, <laughs> Then your concept of like masculinity is so fucking Just skewed. Fucked. It's like so out of whack that you think that it's more important to your perception of masculinity that your male friends think you're a man mm-hmm. than being good to your partner. And I'm not saying that there's like inherent ties to masculinity and, and like sexual performance or anything like that but I am saying that there is a, an inherent tie of being confident in yourself mm-hmm. and uh, doing what you want to do and that's not a masculinity or a femininity thing or, or sort of like any sort of gendered quality thing. yeah it is if, if you are being influenced by someone especially people who really don't have any 
rights to influence an aspect of your life, specifically mm. a sexual relationship with your romantic partner, then you're you're failing on a lot of fronts as a person. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think a lot of people, and it, and it's funny, I, we actively try not to use the alpha and beta thing, specifically because, like, just scientifically, the whole alpha, it's, 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 it's a myth. Fucking fuck, it doesn't yeah. exist. There is no such thing as, like, an alpha wolf. Even, like, the guy who, like, coined that back in the day is like oh i was so wrong yeah. please listen to me this Super. is stupid that's not even how wolves work yeah but people are like hey i like wolves and that's how they work and i mean that's how humans should work yeah fuck yeah i'm an alpha <laughs> it's like what yeah you you're nothing you didn't you didn't do anything important no so yeah fucking pleasure your woman go down on her what the fuck are you doing pleasure your partners like also it- like why is why is jeff even getting involved don't talk to him about it. Actually, find a new fucking friend. I that's my thing. Is it's weird that he seems to be reporting to his friends of being like, guys, I fucked up today. <laughs> I ate her pussy. <laughs> and then there's like a whole like intervention where they like sit bro, you down. Come on, you're more manly than this, bro. That's, that's a fucking point in the beta column. <laughs> they idiot. Go, they run over to the big whiteboard, they're like, fuck, yeah. man. There's like gold stars of being like, <laughs> you wanna get in the Sigma column. Heaven forbid, like you, you're aiming for alpha, big dreams, Sigma. Yeah. But God, if you fuck up and get a beta, yikes. God damn it. And the best thing is, like, this guy probably worships Andrew Tate. Oh, 100%. Who got bodied by Greta Thunberg, like, very publicly. So yeah. it's like, really? This guy? To be fair, he bodies himself on a regular oh, just basis. All the just time. like anytime the man opens his mouth, I'm too smart to read, Niall. That's a quote. It is an actual quote. That is a quote. quote that Andrew Tate said seriously to impress men. <sighs> and so, the fucking worst thing is it worked. The, that's my point, is it always makes me laugh that men idolize or tend to, like, like men who are typically insecure in their own masculinity and their own uh, sense of self, tend to idolize men that are actively repulsed or like, or like women actively hate right so it it, like to me if i had any sort of logic or common sense if i was like hey i'm having trouble with women you know what i should do listen to the guy that every woman hates (laughs) every fucking person hates this guy he must be onto something yeah this is it this is the key to success here yeah, it's it's just it's fucking baffling. But dump this guy. I like I want to say talk to him. I want to say have a conversation. I want to say communication. I want to say give people se- second chances. But like I feel like this guy's beyond beyond that. I don't know. Give it maybe give it the college try. Yeah. But if things don't rapidly increase and if Jeff isn't a bad memory of the past, because like if your boyfriend's cool but his friends fucking suck and love Andrew Tate, your boyfriend's probably not that fucking cool. So, yeah, it's it. Yeah, you have to because like I feel like the only way forward here is to play the bullshit game of, well, if you're not going to go down on me, I'm not going to yeah, go down I'm on gonna, you. Yeah. And, like, and that doesn't serve either one of you. It doesn't serve you. That's just a waste of time. That's just like you getting off the highway and onto like slow breakup yeah, road yeah. instead of fast track to finding someone who will go down on you. That's the thing. If you have to like do a like a quid pro quo blackmail trade to get mutual satisfaction from your partner, it's probably not a good fucking relationship. No, not at all. And by that I mean it isn't. It is not. So yeah, don't go down that road. Do dump this fucker. Do, do go down someone. on your partner. Do go down your partner, yeah. Yes. Willingly. When, Bad road you know, to go down, partner's good to go down. Yes. Just don't piss in their mouth. 
Or their backpack. Or yes. their backpack. Now, okay, question for the audience: Which would you rather have pissed in? It's all we all want backpack, right? Okay. Hey, any mouth people out there? We're not. We're not here to yuck anyone's yums. There are plenty of people of German descent who love it. <laughs> Cancelled. Get out. <laughs> Um, I think that's going to do us for our first set, friends. Please uh, visit your friends at the bar. Um, we have an excellent team here at Black Sheep. Michael, Mel, Austin. They're here to take care of you. He's already shaking a drink for Look someone. Fuck yeah. Love it. He just threw some ice when he heard you talking. I Go love it. have a smoke. Go to the bathroom. Um, tip well. Tip well. Uh, if you have a question, please write it down. Nile and I will be around to say hello, get some questions, and then in the next bit, we'll answer any questions you've given us, um, or we will keep talking about putting things that shouldn't be in your mouth in your mouth or your backpack or your backpack uh we will be back in about 15 20 friends cheers guys So yeah, let's do some audience questions. Ooh, yeah, you want to go audience, let's do audience right questions. now? Okay, yeah, let's okay, do okay. okay. Uh, will I start? Let's start. I'm gonna just shuffle it randomly. I don't know what tables these came from. I don't know who's. Are you going? No, I, I, oh, I'm, I'm just reading. Okay. Uh, let's do this one. How do you find the balance between having sex early enough to ensure there's chemistry before investing, before investing too much, or waiting to have connection that isn't clouded by good sex? You turn the music down? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's okay. I kind of like it. I know. It was, it was kind of sexy. I was kind of into it. It was working. Do you need me to read this again? Uh, no, I think we're okay. All right. I think there, there's a happy balance, and I think a lot of it comes down to uh, talking about what you're looking for and what you're into and what you, what you want. Um, not necessarily immediately. I don't think you have to have that sort of like real heart-to-heart, deep talk initially or like right off the bat, but I do think you should have it fairly early on. Um, because if it is just a sexual relationship you guys mm-hmm. are both looking for, then you don't really have to worry about too much. Because mm-hmm. if the sex is good and you're just looking for a sexual relationship, then like, fuck yeah, you've done it. Yeah. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're looking for something more, if you're looking to maybe transition into a relationship, either monogamous or non-monogamous, um, also something important to talk about then I think you need to sort of set parameters and be like, hi, so like I am kind of in the market to proceed into a relationship. I'm in no rush. Hopefully you aren't in a rush. Never rush a relationship. Let things progress naturally. Yeah, don't, and don't rush fucking marriage and don't rush moving in together. These steps can take time and like there's definitely no problem with that because the longer you spend making those steps, the more sure you are that when you take that step, it's the right one. And I understand there's a, there's a lot of people who might get caught up Especially nowadays where it might be difficult to find a partner that you connect with sexually, but you might not connect with on other levels. Mm -hmm. If you are looking for a long-term relationship, but you have someone that you are currently in in a really good sexual relationship or a satisfying sexual relationship, I don't think there's any harm in pursuing that until you find someone that you don't... Like, if, if you find someone... And they also are cool with you. That's the thing. Like, once they're on the same page, once they don't think that you're angling for a relationship but all you want is sex, then fucking hell yeah, get that good sex. Yeah. Because it's going to be a lot more fun, 
looking for that relationship that you want when you're sexually satisfied. And also then you're less likely to be clouded by good sex when you're getting good sex and you're getting it in a safe environment with someone you like and trust, but you don't have that relationship with, which is fine. And that's what I was going to say. It's like on top of you having that conversation, it's good for you to have that conversation with yourself and know one, what you're looking for, but two, be open to other things. Because just because you want a relationship doesn't mean you can't fuck. It's true. You know? And it's like if you're holding back from fucking – that's going to make it more likely that you do cloud your relationship. And obviously, only do it if you want to. Only do it when it's safe. Only do it with people you, you know. I'm not saying just fuck for no reason. Unless that's what you want. Unless that's what you want. That's fine. also you, okay. You fuck the way you want to fuck. Just be safe and consensual and do whatever you want. And get stuff out of the splash zone. Get it out of there. It's dangerous. It's so- <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I think you've covered a lot of the bases there. Um, because I think what we end up happening, like, we are, by nature, for the most part... Horny as fuck. Horny creatures. Like, it's... We are... We get touch-starved. I think a lot of people realize that during the pandemic, especially people who lived alone, mm. realize that, like, I need someone and literally anyone to touch me right now. Mm. And, and it's not... I don't necessarily even mean, like, sexually. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, the amount of people who didn't get hugged yeah. for however many months because they were isolating and being responsible and yada yada and the thing is like there, there comes a point where you just you get used to your backpack and you need a new one <laughs> we're not gonna let this backpack thing go there was there was a slow laugh yeah it we got, got there. there we got there we, we got it hey i'll there. take it um so don't let if if you feel like you are having a sexual relationship and the reason you aren't pursuing what you actually want, whether it's a monogamous relationship or non-monogamous relationship or, or a more serious, committed relationship, if you feel like the only reason you're not pursuing that relationship is because you are having good sex with someone, I think there's, it, it's a twofold thing. One, you have to step back and be like, well, is that actually what you want if you're not pursuing it? And two, is... If the sex isn't serving your happiness, no matter how good it is, then it's not as good as you might think. Just because you're coming a lot or really sexually satisfied, great, cool, that's awesome. But if at the end of it you feel terrible, if you have that sort of like guilt afterwards Mm -hmm. or you feel lonely because of it, then you might have to reassess and be like, is the sex worth what I feel mm-hmm. all of the other time. Yeah. And hopefully it it meets in the middle where it's like, oh, I have great sex and that's awesome. And then I am still pursuing what I actually want. And that person that I'm having sex with is a, a supporter of me trying to find these things mm-hmm. and will, when I find it, be happy for me mm-hmm. when I find it. Yeah, you can find that. You definitely can find it. You know, so it's like being being open, like the person you're having great sex with, if that's all you want, tell them. Maybe they're not going to be cool with that. Maybe they will be. You know, if they're cool with it, great. If they're not, then good. You know that they don't want what you want. You don't want what they want. So you guys need to move on. Every relationship in your life has to serve you or, or each other, right? I, like you, I you need to. Both. <laughs> you should serve each, each other, right? Yes, yeah. yeah. Right? Like you, you should be serving some aspect of a desire or want 
um, that you have. Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't do that, if those conditions aren't being met, I think you really need to take a step back and take a hard look at what you actually want and why those needs aren't being met Mm -hmm. and why you're still pursuing something that might not be serving you. Yeah. And if you find you're being clouded by good sex, like think about how you feel when you're not having sex. Like when you go home and they're not there, do you feel like shit? Probably a good sign that it is just the sex. And also if you're with someone who's like bad at sex, if they're a good partner and they're communicative, communicative, you could probably get them there. You know what I mean? Unless they're a bad partner that doesn't listen to you and doesn't care, in which case you probably don't want the relationship don't or the sex with them. So, you know, it's being open, it's being communicative, it's being, you know, as horny as you want to be, and you can get there. I believe in you. I believe in you. Thank you for the questions, by the way. Uh, what is the best song slash singer slash band? Seabat. To... <laughs> Burning. <laughs> Um, to lash on during sex suggestion, two weeks by FKA Twigs. Um, for a second, I was thinking, I, I know it's not that song. I was thinking one week by Bare Naked Ladies when I read two weeks. And I was like, I think that's up there with Creed. If someone was like, ah, hold on, hold on, baby. Let me, let, let me just turn the lights down low. It's been one week. Okay. okay. Really? You know what? It's sexier than Creed. I wouldn't say it's sexy. At least it's a beat. Is it? It's a beat. Uh, I know you're going to say Pony. No, no. Okay. I know, yes. I know you're going to say but it. But if someone, if someone put Pony on, like, legitimately to have sex to, I would be like, hmm. <laughs> I would feel like I'm about to have sex with, like, a forty-year-old. Hmm. I, I guess that's wow. not, that's, uh, that's wow. actually a very reasonable wow. age for yeah, me to that's... have sex with nowadays. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, I'm old. <laughs> I feel like I'm about to like sleep with a soccer mom whose only ex- like only introduction into like sexual exploration is Magic Mike. You know, everyone whose song is Pony is leaving, right? I can see them. My song is Pony. I, that's what I said, and you're denying it. But I'm saying it's not a sex song. It's a song that you, you joke about what? having sex We to. know it's not Seabat, but what else comes close? Nothing is. Nothing. Um, I'm a big fan of, I don't like having curated playlists mm-hmm. because I feel like those are always very obvious. Right? Like, <laughs> I, I think it's very obvious that this is like... I've been really trying, baby. What is that? Let's get it on. Oh, no, okay. really? Okay, right. wow. Come on, somebody got there. Okay, we got one. We got at least... Okay, thank you. Jesus, um, fuck. I felt like an idiot for a second there. <laughs> That's all I, I want. I took a chance. It's scary singing in front of this many people. Um, when you're sitting down. When you're sitting down. When you're standing, it's not so bad. Stand up, then. Like, carry... Uh, no. Coward? There's not enough room. <laughs> um, I, so I don't, I don't like a playlist because, one, I, once again, I feel like... The second you put on a playlist, especially if you put it on a second time with the same partner, mm-hmm. I think Creed. the first thing people are probably going to think about, or the thing I would think about would be like, you play this all the time. Mm. And all of a sudden, it doesn't seem so special. That's fair. Um, so for me, what I like to do is what exactly what I did to find a playlist for tonight. I type in the vibe of the weather outside. <laughs> I'm I'm interested. Go on. Right? You were like so. If it's, so the playlist you were listening to earlier was not that bad for February, <laughs> <laughs> and which was weirdly hot, right? Oh shit! It is weirdly hot. 
Um, so yeah, it's like if it's if it's like a hot summer night, I'll put on like hot summer night vibes. Okay. And that that's so. Do you just have really bad sex in winter? No, because then no, because then you put in cozy winter night vibes. Oh shit. Okay. Right. I'm back in board. I'm back on board. It's it's so easy because then you don't have to work. Like you literally, you're gonna have a different playlist every time. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, or like. 60 days of the same playlist. <laughs> no, because you just, you just you choose another one. You just ch- fair, okay. you pick another one. And that way, I feel like... Because if I was hooking up with someone, and every time I hook up with them, I heard the same song, mm. I think that would start to get to me. And not the fact that I'd be like, oh, you fuck other guys to that song. I don't give a fuck about that. For me, I'm just like, well, now every time I hear this song... It's, I'm going to be removed from our experience because mm-hmm. I've heard this song. Like, it's clocking to me. And I don't want to, and I don't know how many fucking weirdos there are like me who listen to music like that. But I don't want to be pulled out of the sexual experience because I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, I like this song. See, And then I'm just like vibing to the song and I'm like, attention. I used to have the opposite experience. So an ex of mine, uh, I don't know who in the apartment complex that she lived at, where they were. All I know is we could hear them playing their steel drums perfectly. So whenever we were fucking, or not whenever, but often, when we're fucking, we would hear like Under the Sea, but played on steel drums. And the like, sexiest it, song. It just like, it was such a fun, like we would break the mood all the time, laugh a lot. But it got to the point where then I would just play steel drum music and she'd give me that look. Yes. And that was, so it was like the opposite. Fuck and yeah. now I love steel drum music. You, yeah, that's like your Manchurian candidate, like. It's, that's activation. my activation code. Yeah, you put on like a, a fucking steel drum, and it's like. Nobody play it right now. Yeah. Niles Don't. not allowed at Carabana. <laughs> He's just fucking rock hard in a crowd of thousands. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. It's his fault. Yeah, sure. Steel drum music gets you hard. Like, let me explain. Listen to the live show we did. Um, no, no, no. It's, it's the sexy Jamaican crab's fault. <laughs> I'd let him piss in my backpack. Uh, I will say, though, don't do what I did and put on, you know, like YouTube has that autoplay feature. Don't put on one song and let it autoplay and think that things are going to be okay because it can get weird. A fucking documentary about, like, choir children started playing once. And, like... Then you have to get up and stop it. And my elementary school librarian just was, got yeah, very in. interested. But the worst part is, like, you kind of hear talk. You're like, oh, it's one of those songs where, like, you know, there's like a few seconds, of, like 20, 30 seconds of talking, and then the song kicks in. Then by the time you realize it's not, it's just it sucked all the atmosphere out of the room. So don't do that. Yeah. Next question. Next question. I want children and soon. Hell yeah. Guy I'm dating has always told me he did not. Seeing my biological clock ticking, I gave him an ultimatum. He comes around to the idea of kids or we break up. He thought about it for a few days and agreed to starting a family. I'm thrilled, but should I be concerned? Yes. (laughs) Um, I'm sorry to put that on you, but no one wakes up and has lived their lives for as long as they've lived their lives Mm -hmm. and is like, I don't want kids. And then someone's like, hey, sh- you should have kids with me. And they're like, okay. Like, I, I don't yeah, think that's, that's how people make rational decisions, right? An ultimatum rarely works the way you want it to. Ultimatums aren't great ideas. However, now that you've gotten to this point, I think a really good like yardstick is to start talking about kids. And by that, I mean, 
how are we going to raise them? What's your parenting style? Uh, what school do you want them to go to? Like, talk about the actual shit that goes into parenting, not just, you want to have kids? Yeah. Like, that's an easy fucking answer, even if, you, like, you can fake that, right? You can be like, yeah, sure. But if you're like, hey, what's your parenting style? Go to this parenting workshop with me. Fucking read this thing. What do you think of schools in our area? And they're like, what the fuck? Then, yeah, that's a fairly good idea that even if they're willing to say yes to your question, they're not fucking ready. Right? Give if him a they, bag of sugar to look after for a week. <laughs> give him an egg. <laughs> yeah, put an egg in his pocket. And don't even tell him. And if his parental instincts don't kick in... You don't want to nope, have kids with him. No. Nope. No, but for real, like, if he can't have those conversations with you, and that's the real shit, that's the reality of having kids, then he's not the one for you. If he actually is not only enthusiastic, but, like, giving you good answers, like, if he's like, oh, discipline, beat the shit out of them, you're like, okay, no. If he's giving you good answers, and he's enthusiastic, and he's willing to, like, engage and think and talk to you, yeah, maybe he's being real about what he said. If he doesn't, I think that's a pretty easy way to know. Yeah. You know, because maybe he never thought about it. Maybe he's like, fuck, I really like you. We're at a certain age. We're at a certain point in our relationship. And he's like, fuck, you know what? Yeah, I think I do. I think it can happen. But I think the only way for you to know is, like, get into the fucking nitty gritty. Don't just have a kid and be like, well, how about now? And No. That's I, th- I think that's, yeah, you fucking nailed it. Proud of you. Um I don't have much to add. Yeah, I think it's really, really important to... One, I, I really... I would be very suspicious of anyone who made that much of a life choice mm-hmm. yeah. on a fucking dime. If they if they went from, like, not wanting kids, I've asked you to have kids. I want kids. I think right there, that second, I would be like, ooh, immediately, am not comfortable with this situation. Um, it's yeah. the same thing with, like, I I often encourage people and I hold this person or like this this method of thinking as well of like it's a fuck yes or it's a no yeah right it's not a it's not a foreign concept I think a lot of people talk about it especially mm-hmm. nowadays and the thing is especially for fucking kids especially as well. kids like that's our life if not multiple lives in your hands while also possibly ruining yours yeah it's, so it's like it's one thing if you're like the ultimatum being like oh we're dating I want to be monogamous and I want to be exclusive and I, want, I like I want to do a serious relationship it's one thing to be like, okay, I, I don't want to stop seeing you, so hmm. I guess we'll do it. Because, hey, already, a month later, you can be like, fuck it. Already that a bad sucked. choice. Exactly. You can be like, well, okay, this didn't work out. I made a mistake. Oops. Yeah. And then fuck off. But when you have a kid, hopefully... Yeah, if you do that after a month, you're a piece of shit. You're a terrible person. <laughs> so it, it, you really have to... Um, as Niall said, I think you, you've got to really grill them on specifics. Mm. And, and like, I don't think you need to be combative about it. I don't think you need oh. to be like, I'm suspicious. Hold on. And if they don't have answers, that's okay. But if they're not willing to get those answers, that's a problem, right? Yeah, if they're if like, oh shit, I didn't think about that. And like, then you're like, okay, well we can go research. And they're like, eh, fuck it. Yeah. Like, th- no, don't have kids with this fucker. If they're like, oh shit. Yeah. Okay. Well, how about next Tuesday? We go to the fucking library. I don't know where you do this shit. Like fucking, we sit down and we look at school the websites. Or so. We go to the kids, kids farm and we talk to the ranchers and we see how you wrangle these little fuckers. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> like, something like that. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, just like, if he's giving like an on, honest, genuine try, he doesn't have to have the answers, but he has to be willing to get them. I think that's... I think that's a great... That's where you're at. Great answer. Um, this is from... 
But we don't have names. We're not doing names here. Ignore that. Well, I guess we forgot to tell you. Usually people give us their, like, agent names. I don't know how we came up with that. But you just kind of say, like, I'm Agent Bob or whatever. Usually not Bob. I was told name. one of these questions. I was told, but I didn't look at it, so I don't know which one I'm supposed to be well, throwing the fake name on. But anyway, um, it's it's okay. You know who you are. Yeah, whatever. I, hope. I feel like without a name, no one will know. That's true. Uh, long distance fuck buddies, <laughs> yay or nay? I have great phone sex with someone I've seen and met. Seen once. Seen zero. I'm not sure what that. Seen something. I met online, and uh, they are in a different country. He wants to meet in person, but I'm not sure I want to ruin a good thing. There's a lot of pressure to put on in one meeting, no? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of pressure, but at the same time, if you guys are bonding and, like, able to have good phone sex and shit, it's like, presumably, the real sex will be better. Maybe. Maybe I'm, not. Maybe not. That's, you know, but it's like, if it goes well, you're not going to ruin it. You'll probably make it better. It would be weird to be like, nah. <laughs> nope. I keep, don't think so. Keep you phone, boy. I mean, I, I guess it depends on, like, if they are permanently in another country, mm-hmm. then that's fine. And, and just be like, oh, it'd be hard to, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. come down. Or even just, I don't think there's any harm in being honest with someone and saying, hi, I really like what we have, we have going on here. Yeah. And I want to kind of keep it at that. That's fair. I don't think there's any harm in that. I don't no, think you should be I, afraid of it. And if they're weird about it, fuck them. And if they're cool about it, great. But, like, I don't know. I, for me, I think in that situation, I would want to know what it's like in person. And if you don't, that's fine. Yes. If you don't, that's fine. Like, yeah. if you definitely don't want to do this, I think for sure what Dane said. Be like, hey, I love what we have. Don't want to change it. Don't want to ruin it. And if they can appreciate that, great. If they can't, it was never going to work out long term anyway, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I, I don't know. I, and I think that goes for like every relationship, mm-hmm. right? I think if you are seeing someone and all of a sudden they're like, I would like to do this. I would like to become exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy fucking birthday. Have a fucking great night. Uh, they're not leaving because of us. They have a prior engagement, I promise. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think any any relationship. If you are in a relationship, and if it's a fuck buddy situation, and you are like, like right now right, on like this right stage, now, right here in this room. Thank you very much. Um, and and they were like, oh hey, actually, I want to start seeing you. You aren't obligated yeah. to be like, okay, I guess mm-hmm. we're dating now. No, yeah. you can say, oh, actually, I would like to. I would prefer to keep it this way. Yeah. And. If they were like, oh, okay, well, actually, I'm looking for something else, then you go your separate ways. Yeah, it's the same with if someone's like, hey, let's open our relationship, and you don't want that. And they're like, well, I don't want to continue the relationship then. You're both in the right to have like your boundaries and what you want. Yeah. It doesn't have to be And it one doesn't way or make either one of you a bad person so, for staying true to what you want. 100%. So if that's not what you want, great. Don't do it. You don't have to. And like, keep that cool, fucking sexy, long-distance thing going. I love it. Yeah. Um, but I would say, I, I also think there's a benefit to taking risks. Yeah. I think putting yourself outside of your comfort zone and taking a chance on people is also worth it. So I think you just really have to weigh the pros and cons. Yeah. If you think that you might not work under pressure or you might fold under pressure and you don't benefit greatly to being like, oh, this is a lot of pressure to be put on me and, and that doesn't work for you, then mm-hmm. like, you know it. You know, like... Don't yeah. do it. You know you, and you know how it's going to go more than we do. But, again, I don't know. I feel like if you have that much chemistry, 
long distance. And again, if they're never going to come and move where you are, you could just have a wild one night stand. It's like a, like a holiday romance. You know what I mean? If you know it's going to be brief and beautiful, that can be great. Yeah. But again, if that's not what you're into, it doesn't matter. You, you don't, don't have to be like, oh, I think they want X or Y. It doesn't matter what they want. It matters what you want and what they want. You know? Yep. And you should each do what you want to do. One more, yeah? We do got one more. Perfect. Uh, can guys ever just let the woman come and not finish themselves? I always feel like I have to finish the job. <laughs> um, y- they exist. I can tell you personally. Um, I-, I think we should strive as, a, as like sexual units to try to finish each other mutually. I, yes. I think we should strive to be to reach parity on a sexual satisfaction level. Mm-hmm. But I think there's also something really fun about being like, I have 15 minutes in the morning. I'm going to go down on you, make you come, and then go to work. Mm-hmm. I think there's something fun about that. I think there's, there definitely is. There's, there's fun about asymmetrical pleasure if that isn't the soul. If it's consensual too, yeah. though, you know what I mean? If it's not just like, I wake up and it's like, hey, make me come, bye. Yes, I, yes, I'm, I'm more from a standpoint of like... Gifting. Yes. Yes. And that's you the know. thing, hey, if you want to be like, hey, this is about you, wonderful. I feel like this question isn't that. No. I, I, yeah. I, I don't know, like obviously, we always want people to come mutually. Unfortunately, the orgasm gap exists, and women don't often have the privilege uh, of that, which it shouldn't be a privilege. It should be a fucking way of life. Um, So I do understand kind of like if you've lived this experience where you've often been left by the wayside, it then sucks that you are the one who always has to keep doing that. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like if you're in a relationship with a partner that cares about your pleasure, you should care about theirs too. So unless it's a certain circumstance, I don't see why you shouldn't both get each other off. Yeah, and like I said, there, there's something to be said. There's, there is fun to be had with asymmetrical pleasure. Yeah. Um, but as, as long as it isn't consistent, if it yeah. is consistent, if it, if it is always one-sided or skewed to one side, then I understand that leads less playful and more frustration. For sure, for sure. I get that. Mm-hmm. And I think you need to uh, have a conversation with your partner mm-hmm. as Pretty much every answer is, and maybe talk about and be like, you know, sometimes when you go down on me and you make me come, or for whatever reason, um, sometimes when you make me come, I'm I want to tap out. Yeah, like I'm done. I want to languish in my bed. Yeah, I want to enjoy it. And like, yeah, that's the thing. I want to put in caveats where like there are times like. If you guys fucked an hour ago and then you're fucking a second time and he's just taking forever, it's like you should be allowed to be like, look, I'm sorry. I'm my fucking wrist is sore. My mouth is sore. My vagina is sore. My back is sore. It's too hot in here. I'm too sweaty. I need a glass of water. Like these are all fine things. You know what I mean? You should never be beholden to doing this. But like if there aren't caveats, if it's just like you want to be selfish for a moment, then I feel like you need to talk about that. You yeah. know, I don't think it's fair to just be like, nah, fuck you. Yeah, I think, and like I said, I think there is a lot of, lot of fun and a lot of potential to be like, hey, today, would it be cool if, if it's like all about me? Yeah. That's great. Mm-hmm. I think that, and, and I'm speaking right now in my, my woman voice. Like, I think, I think women should be allowed to request days yes, where, where I think they men are need the that a little bit less. I don't <laughs> think dudes really are hurting on the about me yes, side of things. Yes. Not to say that, like, 
you can't. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I am all for a day where, like, I am pampered and, and yeah. you know, really taken care of. But I think it's also very important that after that is done, you set a date in the very near future to reciprocate. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, 100%. But I also don't think – I think I think it's empowering and I, I encourage – uh, women especially to to make those stances and, and to approach your partner and be like, hey, would it be cool if today it's about me and mm. we just focus on my pleasure? Sure. And or I, even just like right now, not even the full day. It could yeah, just yeah. be this session. It yeah. could be you know. I think there is a, a very very good uh, litmus test to be like, oh, does how how into my pleasure is my partner? Yeah, because if. If a partner asked me for that, I would be ecstatic. I would be like, hell yeah, let's go. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. It, That's great. And I think, and I think, you know, we we can revert back to this sort of like Andrew Tate beta bullshit of, I think there are some guys who have been socialized and and raised Hmm. to think that like maybe that's not how sex works. Yeah, idiots. And I don't think it's necessarily women's responsibility to teach them, Hmm. but I think it is sort of a responsibility as a sexual partner to explain what, where you're coming from and what you want and why your needs are the way they are. Yeah. And I think hopefully if your partner listens to you, you're going to find yourself at the end of the day with a much better sexual relationship. hundred percent. All right. Ready for a non audience, non audience question. Don't worry. This person is safe. This is by mouse milf. Okay. My, 25-year-old female, boyfriend, 25-year-old male, keeps pooping himself? Yeah, I know it's ridiculous. So basically, my boyfriend loves fart humor. And he does this thing where he times his farts for comedic effect, like to punctuate a sentence or fart an answer to a question. Who doesn't? I'll admit it works on me, but I think my positive reactions have encouraged him a little too much. And now he's trying to force farts when they shouldn't happen. This has led to him pooping himself about five times in the past six weeks. That's almost once a week. That's a once a week standard, y'all. The first time it happened, I had come home from running errands after work, and I'd picked up a surprise for him. Nothing special, just a pint of nice ice cream. He was sitting naked in bed because he just showered. I said something along the lines of, I got something for you. And he said, well, I got something for you. Lifted his legs and promptly shit on the bed. (laughs) He seemed mortified by it at first. But over the next few days, we kept joking about it until I think his embarrassment was completely overshadowed by how funny he thought it was. About a week and a half later, he tried to fart in response to me asking what he thought about my choice for dinner that night and accidentally shit his pants. Since it had already happened recently, it was even easier to laugh off. Him pooping himself kind of became an inside joke between me and something I constantly made fun of him for. The third time it happened, I was like... Okay, this is getting a little weird. I tried telling him he needs to trust his farts less, and he shouldn't try to force farts when they're not there. But I kept making jokes and laughing to the point where I guess the conversation did not seem that serious, and it just added to the ridiculousness of it. Anyway, he whipped himself two more times. Since then, and when it's not happening, I'm generally distressed. Every time we try to talk about it or how it happens, I can't stop laughing. And I'm starting to wonder if he's doing it on purpose for attention or to be funny. It's clear it's not an incontinence issue. Is it? It only happens when he tries to force farts. I really want it to stop because rationally I know I should have more self-respect than to be with a man who was constantly pooping himself. How, (laughs) How can I address this in a way that's serious while still being clear that I like his sense of humor? Edit. 
Stop assuming I am cleaning up and doing his laundry after these incidents. He cleans up after himself, poop or no poop. Just because a man has an immature sense of humor doesn't mean he's immature in other ways. Please, people. I was going to start the show with this question, so I don't know if I made the right or wrong choice, but... The thing is, you're fucking laughing every time. (laughs) Why wouldn't you? Right? But that you don't hate this. If the first time he did it, you looked at him and you're like, what the fuck just happened? I would understand your position to be like, this is unacceptable. But literally every, like, if we were up here and we made a joke about, say, coming in a backpack. Yeah, we every, would make that joke and multiple time times. People laughed at it. We would make that joke again. Six times in 50 minutes. Exactly. So I don't, like, you can't be like, I want him to stop shitting himself. Yeah, no, I think you can. <laughs> but if you find it fucking funny, you, do you really want him to stop? See, look, let's, let's get this out of the way. This guy is an incredible partner. He's committed to the bit. He will do anything for you to laugh. He will shit himself weekly just so you smile. If you don't want him at his shitting his pantsness, you don't deserve him at his clean pantsness. <laughs> That's my favorite quote. <laughs> Can we make that the episode title? I'm going to get it tattooed on me. It'll be so long. Uh, it, it, I, this is the thing. I, I, it, it's really hard for me to be like, yeah, you need to sit him down and tell him to stop shitting his pants. Maybe sit him on the toilet first. Because at the end of the day, you laugh every fucking time. And when you try to tell him, no, baby, please stop shitting your pants, you're laughing again because you realize how fucking funny it is. I think it's like when you're tickling someone and they're like, no, stop. And they're laughing and you're like, I got to keep going. This is hilarious. But no one wants it. I guess. No one wants to be tickled. No, I suppose not. So my fear is that, so we've had questions on the podcast before of people like, I went on a hike with this amazing guy and I fucking pissed myself halfway and it was awful and he gave me his hoodie and I wrapped it around myself and I'm so embarrassed I can never talk to him again. This is the complete fucking opposite of that where like he shit himself and then, you know when you break the ice? Who knew there was even deeper ice way further down and he's gone all the way through and now this man has no shame. Like, he's too powerful. He's too fucking powerful. It's like, I wish he was like, oh no, like I'm, I'm ashamed. He would write in and be like, yeah, I did it and I'll do it again. I'll do it again. I'll do it fucking weekly. And it's like, you know, most crimes, they start to pick up in, in terms of like, you know, it's one bank and then it's five banks. It's weekly for now. It, it escalates. Thank you. It's like serial killers. They start on like animals. Then all of a sudden it's like fucking hitchhikers. I don't know. But either way, this needs to stop. Does it, though? Does it, though? I don't know. I, my guess. I, should, a, should a grown man be shitting himself on a weekly basis? Should no. he? Are you sure? I, we are not scientists. We I can't don't know. say this for sure, but we think they shouldn't. I'm saying I wouldn't enjoy that. But would you enjoy watching it? But if we flip it around, if let's say, let's take, the, let's take poop out of the equation. If this man... Was coming in backpacks. If, if he came in a backpack. Or yeah. if, if, like, you know, he hid in, the, in a, you know, a closet and mm-hmm. jumped out at you and scared you and then you laughed really hard. Mm-hmm. 
and you're like, you got to stop scaring me. But you thought it was fucking hilarious every time. Hmm. Would you, would, does he need to stop? So I think, like, imagine this scenario. You sit him down, maybe on a plastic sheet, and you say, hey, how do you feel about this? Like, how do you, are you, how are you? Because, like, he obviously cares about how you feel. So you talk about how you feel, especially if you can't communicate it because you keep laughing at his funny, poopy butt. But, like, if you just, like, hey, how do you feel? And he's like, hey, this is a hell. I have to do this every week just to keep you as my partner. You know what I mean? Then it's like, great. We're on the same page. Yes, I giggle, but I don't want this. But if he's like, I've never felt more free, then you have a problem. Yeah, it's like the story about the clown who's like, you know, the guy comes in and he's like, oh, I'm depressed. It's like, oh, go see, you know, yeah, yeah. Bubbles the Clown or whatever. He's like, oh, but I am Bubbles the Clown. Damn. And this is him. And then he shits himself. And then he shits himself. And the doctor laughs and he's like, damn it, you I've don't want to know what they call them, Bubbles. Come on. We're better than that. Are we? No. Uh, okay, yes. I, I think it really has to come down to uh, a conversation. And whether you're laughing or not, you can be like, look, it's fucking funny that you shit yourself. And I will acknowledge this, and it makes me laugh, but I, I don't think this is a sustainable way to proceed with our relationship. Yeah, I like, do not think... I think at some point in has time... Has it always been on the bed? It like, does, it or has matter. it been like on the couch? No, it does matter. You can't watch couch cushions easily. Okay, yes. I, where the poop is does matter, but what I'm saying is eventually this man's going to hurt himself. I'm sure he already we're has. Not, we're not all locked and loaded at all times. So eventually, at some point in time, he's going to try to make something happen, mm. and it's something's going to happen that he doesn't want. Something will happen. It just will not be the unintended effect that is funny. Yeah. It will be the unintended effect that goes to hospital. So, yes, you, you need to say, look, we've... Just, I, like, ask him, ask him, hey, are you good with this? Yes. And if he's like, no, I fucking hate this, be like, cool, me too, great, no more shit. Yes. If he's like, no, this is rad, you're like, cool, I need to go date somebody who doesn't regularly defecate on my belongings. But does she want that? She she did ask the question. I love how a big part of the question is, I just, I still want to know if I'm very funny though. It's like, (laughs) that's the problem. The thing I really like about this question is her defending him at the end being like, he's a mature man. He can shit himself, but he cleans up after himself. So how dare you talk about my boyfriend like that? You fucking degenerate. Just because he's walking around in a fucking, you know, heavy pants doesn't mean that he's not going to fucking take the trash out at the end of the week. We've had to multiply the amount of sheets we own by 10, but other than that, he's fine. Yeah. I'm saying if it's, if it's, if everything else is okay, you have to put his soiled pants on the scale. And if it balances out, you're good. (laughs) <laughs> and I, and I really think it comes down to that. I think that if those pants tip the scale and all of a sudden you're not in a balanced relationship because the amount he's shitting himself... Weekly. Weekly. Like, I, it all comes down to that. It, it all comes down to, is this an acceptable amount of shit in your relationship? How about you shit yourself? If you think it's funny, do it. I'm no, not, not... No, does he think it's funny? Because what if you shit yourself and it's like, you know, guys fart and then their girlfriend farts and they're like, whoa. Whoa, yeah, you don't do that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What the fuck was that? Sarah? (laughs) Women don't fart or shit, but they do love when I shit myself. Love it. So I think retaliatory poop, but he might love that. I feel like he would. It's it's a nightmare scenario. You are in a sort of like cyclical 
fashion of just shit. Yeah. So talk to him. If he doesn't like it, please encourage him to stop. And if, if he does like it, get a new boyfriend. If you guys or both plastic like it, it's fine. Yes. We got a poop fan in the <laughs> back. Got, yeah, all right. Uh, we've got one last audience question, and I think that's going to take us out for the night. Um, this is Agent Tornado. I have been with my girlfriend for over a year now, and everything is great. We have a satisfying sex life. Spend but she a lot shits of, herself. No. Spend a lot Good. of quality time together, but still have time for our individual interests and friends. We're thinking of moving in together, but one thing has always bothered me. Whenever she gives me a blowjob, she actually blows on it. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, she still gives great head, and at the end makes me come every time. But does my 34-year-old girlfriend think a blowjob actually involves blowing? Does it say how long they've been dating? Uh, almost a year. Over a year. And you haven't mentioned it yet? Maybe, maybe do that. Maybe mention it? it? Maybe it's a joke. Maybe she's like, oh, maybe I shouldn't blow into the mic. I don't know. Do you guys like that? Uh... <laughs> Maybe it's like, haha, and you've never laughed. It's the opposite of the shit. She's doing it because you've never laughed, not she has to do it because you did laugh. I'll break you eventually. Yeah. I'll do that. I'll, I'll repeat a joke until it's funny. Um, I know. <laughs> so, I don't know, just be like, hey, why are you doing that? Because in my mind, it's like a quick blow, and he says she gives good head. So, presumably, it then transitions into actual head. Yes. So, is it a joke? Or is she like, wait, it doesn't work until... Okay, good. Yeah, it's kind of like a mic check. Yeah, yeah. Just sort of like a... Check one, two. Maybe you have really linty underwear, and there's just a little a little bit is on she, there. And is she, she blowing a pube off? Yeah. Um, here's what I think happened. Mm -hmm. And let's work through it together. I think one of the first times she gave you a blowjob, she probably did that for whatever reason. Mm. And you probably, either intentionally or subconsciously, Mm. Made a noise. Did something that implied... What if it was like a, hmm. Like, hmm. whoa. But she took it as a... Mm. Yeah. Right? It was, it was a... It was, there was M's and H's involved, mm. but in what order, yeah. we're not sure. <laughs> and maybe she's dyslexic. Right? So maybe the first time this happened, she, she pulled this maneuver, again, for whatever reason. I don't mm. know if it was... You know her special move. Man, I or, really need to know how long she blows of her though, and at what force, and from what distance, yeah. and if it happens multiple times. I need to know all these things though. Because what if it's like a little suck, little little suck, little like what if it's repeated? But if it makes you come and you think it's great, again we're back to the poop fallacy. Does it matter if you're if she's getting you there mm. and you're like, hey, the head is great. She just has to, every now and then, expel the, the air from her lungs upon my penis. What does it matter? I wouldn't give a shit. Maybe she's air drying it so she can get it, you know, slick with spit again. Yeah. Right? Like, if... <laughs> yes. I, like, I don't think it matters if the end result is... Great head. Great head. Also, you could just be like, you don't need to do that bit. That's okay. <laughs> that bit... Thank you. That bit is cool. Yeah. No thanks. Yeah, that's all right. We can skip that. Easy. Yeah. Pretend like you have the click remote from the movie, Adam Sandler movie Click. And when she does it, be like, fast forward. Just say, no, thank you. No, thanks. Very politely. Yeah. You just, just say, no, you don't need to do that bit. And like, I will say, if for some poor reason, this 
poor woman has been mistaken. It happens to the best of us. We've all done some dumb shit. It's fine. Like, be kind. Don't rub it in. You know what I mean? Because that's a surefire way to tank your entire relationship and never get a blowjob again. You know, by all means, a little gentle tease, I think, can help people get over it. Don't go as far as the poop thing where it now becomes a, she's just going to blow on it. Don't yeah. do that. You don't want that. But, like, don't be mean. I also People can make mistakes. And it, this could be a very funny story. You can talk about it at your wedding. So fucking cute. Your parents will love it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's really, really cute. Right? Like, at the end of the day, I think it's adorable. It's endearing. And I don't think, if you guys are close, there's nothing better being able to laugh about sex. For sure. And I That's don't the think sex. there is any harm in being like, babe, I've got to ask you. What? You, you tend to blow on my dick. And I just, like, I just don't know why. And, like, I have nothing against the, like, again, I want to reiterate, head game strong. And you should reinforce that part. Yeah, really make it a compliment sandwich. Be like, you are incredible at going down on me. Why do you blow on it though? Also, it was great. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like really, just, just but make sure you slip like, it in there. Not also the blowing on it was great. Don't yeah. don't mix that one up. Yes, and just be like, I just like ask why. Just be you like, just why? Say, why? Why? Why that bit? Why that? Why that bit though? And I think if she's like, I almost guarantee you. She's going to say something along the lines of like, I thought you liked it. Yeah. I thought you did something at some point in time that I thought you enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. And that's why I did it. And I think we, you'll, you'll have a laugh. You'll have a giggle. And then every now and then when you guys are feeling silly, she will be going down on you and she'll give you a little. And it'll be great. You'll laugh your ass off. It'll be great. It'll be great. And then you can shit yourself and she'll laugh too. It's all, it all works out. As long as everyone's laughing at the end of the day. It's been good sex. Who cares? Jesus. Ooh. Sorry. Well, I guess, do you want one more question? We don't have time, right? No, we don't have time. That is We'll save that one for next month because I'm not going to lie. It's it's up there with the poop one. (laughs) So I don't know if that's either a relief or a disappointment for you all. But, uh, so at the end of the episode, we thank you guys. So thank you. This has been fucking great. But we also delve into Tinders. We have a red flag series where we go through some Tinder profiles. We point out what is great or not so great about them in the effort to make your online dating experiences a little bit better. We also then delve into bad sex writing. And I'm just going to apologize in advance. Um, do we want to skip right to bad sex writing? How many Tinders you got? I got four. Okay. Let's do, let's do your four. We'll go through the Tinders and then we'll do some bad sex writing. Okay. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need audience reaction on this one, right? So by the end of it, usually we do a score out of 10. We're just going to do thumbs up, thumbs down. It's really upsetting because usually I can't see what you have, but I do see that this man Has, is a man, mm-hmm. which is never a good sign. No. I think just in general for Tinder, just like the second I see a man's name, I'm like, fuck me. Here hey, we go. Hey, you're right. It, shocking. So the good thing is Chris has made us a red flag list. So our red flag series is going to be easy. Cause Wait, before we do this, let's change things up a little bit. Can I guess red flags? Okay. Can I guess a few of them? Um, I'm going to guess you have kids. Okay, there's, there's 20. So okay. if you can guess. <laughs> let's see if I can guess four. Kids. Uh, d- yes, kind of, yes. Um, I'm going to say if you, any sort of weight issue. Like not yes. working out, yep. Cool. Um, vaccination status. 
yes. Shocking. All right, one more. Um, Damn, you're going three for three right yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, you know what? We're going to swing wide here. I'm going to say hair color. <laughs> Are you ready? Yes, you're completely right. Uh, this is Chris. He's 40. Uh, about me. Red flag list. Cottage cheese ass. BPDs slash no head meds is a must. Pet moms. Libby's or rainbow sympathizers. Kool-Aid colored hair. Beached whales. More than two piercings. Mustaches. Pronouns. Fake accounts. Cam girls. <laughs> like, I love that people upset about pronouns just don't understand what pronouns are. We've all got them. We do. We really That's how do. grammar works. Yeah. Uh, tat- tattoos. Feminists. PhDs or social workers. Daddy issues. <laughs> Must know. Body counts matter. Single moms. But parents are fine. What does that mean? I'll fuck you if you have a husband. But if you've broken up with him, you're not good enough for me. What? Uh, Pro-choice. Can't have that. Technical virgins. That's a red flag. What does that mean? You know what? I'm actually not against that because if someone was like, I'm a technical virgin, I would be like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) So, uh, you know what, Chris? I'm going to give you one. No jibby jabbers, which I assume is a vaccine. I assume that's vaccination for Uh, sure. (laughs) No Me Too, no BLM, no Antifa. B-cups are under? Nope. And if you're anti-guns, fuck, Chris won't date you. So, thumbs up, thumbs down. Let's see them. We see a lot of... If anyone puts a thumb up, I am escorting you out. Yeah, Just a heads got, up. We got okay. a hard thumbs down crowd. We okay, love it. We got a good crowd here. I'm glad. Uh, should I keep going? God, imagine the nightmare scenario where everyone was just like, love it. <laughs> I'd be out that window. Yeah. Uh, this is Martin, 32. He's oh, an Christ. engineer at life. <laughs> I can do way more for you than you can ever do for me. Humble yourself entirely. Pretty much hopeless at this point. The internet has brainwashed you. I'm single because I didn't fall apart in my 20s. But now I'm stuck to pick apart. Oh, sorry. But now I'm stuck to pick from the leftovers. America has failed its men. We deserve better than whores and delusional single mothers. So the entire world sees that the female brain falls apart if not being led by a man. You have no awareness and no self-control. Children. Is that a shruggy emoji at the end? It is a shrug. Sorry, and then a shrugging emoji, so. And, and then he, just like, imagine going on that tirade and just being like, huh. I don't even think I need to look at the audience for that one. Uh, so that was two men. We got a woman right here. No name. You should see the rhinestones I have glued to my piss slit. Somebody wants me to repeat that. You should see the rhinestones I have glued to my piss slit. We got one thumbs up. We've got one thumbs up. You know what? I'm not entirely angry at it either. It gets the people go. It's evocative. It gives me a, a lot of energy. There's enough there where I'm like... The, so here's the thing. that I used to date a burlesque dancer. And I know how fucking sharp rhinestones are. I don't want that near anything sensitive on you. Such as a pisslet. And certainly don't want to sort of put my dick 
anywhere near in the, or in, in between yeah. what is essentially a like cheese grater you can buy at Dollarama. <laughs> so it's going to be a no from me. All right. So we got the last one here. Also nameless. Also a woman. 23. To the guys over 25, I work a stable job and I have my own place. To the guys under 25, I love Star Wars and I have a fat ass. Finally someone that gets me. I like it. Well done. Nameless lady, you did, you did good. Um, that's going to do it, friends. Thank you very much for coming out and hanging out with us on a Thursday night. It means a lot to us. You, I didn't say it before, but y'all cute as hell. Y'all looking real cute. We couldn't um, have asked for a better crowd. We really couldn't. Um, we're doing this every third Thursday. So we're going to be here uh, next month, On March the 16th. the 16th, once again. The day before St. Patrick's Day. The day before you're all going to go and have horrible, drunken, mistake mm-hmm. sex. We can give you advice on how to make sure you either don't do that. Or do it well. Or do it well. Or terribly. Who knows? Yeah, whatever you want. We're here for you. Um, so please, please come. Please send your friends. Tell your friends. If you have a friend who's constantly talking about how... He comes in backpacks or shits himself to make his girlfriend laugh. Yeah, any of those things. Or or just anyone who seems genuinely hopeless. At, or people who are chill, because you guys are all fucking cool. Yes. So we're, we're good with that, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Either yeah. way, we love you guys. Please come. Send people. Do both. Yes, we'd love to see you again. We'd love to see your friends. We would... We would uh, just like to do this again for you. Yes. Um, so thank you very much. It means the world to us that you're here. Um, thank you to everyone who asked questions or sent yes. in questions. They were uh, good fucking questions too, I gotta questions. say. Um, once also, again, we do this show every Monday. We do Just, it every Monday. Yes, it's if free. You, if you it's enjoyed on this. every podcast app ever. Yes. Uh, if you didn't hate this, maybe check it out. Yeah, Leave us a review. We got a Patreon. We got a bunch of shit. We uh, love you guys. So check us out. Uh, you find us pretty much anywhere. Sometimes you got to do F star CK buddies because people don't like There's the mean words. There's cards literally yeah, on every we, fucking we've table. Got, we've got I'm not going to say there. that part, but I am going to ruin everyone's night. Is everyone ready? Yes. At, at the end of the episode, uh, Niall really likes to drive do home. I, do I like to? Just just a nightmare sort of series of words that upset me for a very long time. In, in the terms of bad sex writing, sometimes yeah. it is uh, fan fiction, sometimes it is uh, well-established authors that people like talk mm-hmm. about how great they are, but just, I guess, don't understand how women work, usually. Yeah, yeah. and sometimes it's women, too, who just, I don't know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> uh, so this is fan fiction that I did find roaming the internet. Uh, I'm going to explain one of the characters, because I didn't know who they were. It is a someone from Death Note, called Mellow. I know at least one person here knows who that is. Uh, the other one, everyone will know. So I can only ask one thing, and that's that everyone get comfortable. Yeah. You comfortable? You all comfortable? Let's you get comfortable. comfortable. Everybody? I want to see a little, a little shovel. Oh, dear. And also, I'm sorry. Mellow couldn't remember how he'd gotten to where he was, and that was a bad, bad sign, as were her surroundings. What he saw around him was completely and totally insane. His first thought was, shit, I've been drugged. His second thought was, he wouldn't need to drug me. He'd just write down that I'd have bizarre hallucinations and die at the end after he'd had his laugh. And his third thought was, I didn't expect Tetris blocks would have such an odd texture. Because there was no doubt about where he was. He was inside a Tetris game, stretched out on a series of shaped blocks that were soft, firm, and oddly slippery all at once. Each Tetris block was roughly the size of a person. 
Mello was watching another Tetris block descend in jerky motions, twisting above him as it constantly repositioned itself, glowing a soft blue. He laughed, laying there, wondering if anything was worth it anymore, his indecisive mind refusing to even contemplate getting out of the way of the descending blue block, which would soon land directly on top of him. And then, to his surprise, despite the feeling of utter indifference that still pervaded his whole body, he tasted salty tears. He ran his tongue around his lips and savored the taste carefully, as if he were investigating a new kind of gourmet chocolate bar. <laughs> Just then, the blue Tetris block landed on him, squirming on top of him, trying to dislodge him from the cozy hollow he was draped in between an orange block and a purple block. Mello kicked viciously at it and said, Fuck you, man. I like this place. Let me die in peace, you fucking fucker. As if the block had understand. Uh, uh, sorry. As if the block had understood but disapproved, it only became much more vigorous in its efforts, grinding against Mello in the most annoying way. He kicked again, with boat legs at once, and abruptly realized his boots were now missing. As his bare feet connected with the softly glowing, strangely slippery blue block, a split second later, he realized it wasn't just his boots. All his clothing had somehow dissolved or poofed out of existence. And then that block grinding against him was beginning to feel really good. Warm tingles gathering in his crotch area as his breathing sped up. But then he realized he just didn't care. He did not fucking care. He just wanted to get off, to relieve the stress, to have something that was mindless pleasure for once and not to think about it. He grabbed the block in both hands and he tried to rub against it, enjoying the slick friction, feeling himself hardening, developing a throbbing need beneath his legs, arching up into the block. This is Tetris. But the block was unruly. It struggled, slipping out of his grasp and still trying to shove him out of his nook by sheer force. It knocked him off balance, and before he could regain it, the blue block roughly shoved him forward against the orange block. His legs caught in the gap between blocks and his ass up in the air. The blue block forced him down, rubbing against his back and his butt and the backside of his legs. Somehow it was even better this way. The orange block was underneath and in front of him and had that same delectable texture for him to rut himself against. And at the same time, the blue block was invading him from behind, as in tempted to ooze into every gap and crack to fill it up. <laughs> Mello felt the slippery, soft yet firm texture gently penetrating him from behind, tentative and exquisite, almost like a pair of lips on a tongue. It was spreading him, rubbing and rocking, beginning to lick him deep inside. He wanted it. He could feel everything opening down there, accepting this thing inside him. He wanted it to explore far inside, to completely invade him. And it was going so deep, warm and wet and wriggling inside him, touching a place that only made him want it more and made him sweat and rock desperately and whine as he felt his approaching climax building to an incredible crescendo. A tight, hot heat driving relentlessly upward as his hypersensitive insides were penetrated again and again by this inanimate block. He pressed his face into the orange block and let out a cry as he released a series of hot spurts. Waves of pleasure moving through his entire body, giddy, as if all his frustration from the weeks upon weeks of boring stakeouts and mind-numbing sleep deprivation had simply snapped at that moment and was flowing out of him entirely, being replaced by a warm afterglow. So romantic. Have I been playing Tetris wrong? <laughs> Clearly. My name is Dane Miller. And I'm Nile Spain. And we've been your fuck buddies. <laughs>